The biggest thing I had last year was inconsistency in tires. The S13, the one that my RB used to be in. Where is that at? Can we talk about the next topic? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Why? No, it's not as good of a car as my vet is in That's any capacity. Just How not. many times? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was at 240s of 10 cans. They suck. Uh, I drive a C5 Corvette. As of now, the first dog box front mounted quick change C5 Corvette in the world that I'm aware of. So I had an idea after the podcast that maybe we could get some of you guys on the podcast. After 40 plus episodes, I've come to realize that uh, don't have to be a big person to have some pretty interesting and cool stories. This can get very complicated, so we have to have some type of organization to it. Therefore, it will be through email only. All you have to do is just email your drift resume. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me what you drive, what parts you have on your car, where you've been, any cool like rough stories that we would possibly get into on the podcast. The key to it is in order for me to see it, you have to put the subject as drift resume. If you have some interesting stories and you're able to make it down here to Tennessee, then we can work it out for you to be on the podcast. I think that's a great way for you guys to get some more interesting stories, but a lot better ways for us to connect and actually build a genuine community. Let me know what you guys think about that in the comments and go ahead and email me at thecircleadrift at gmail.com. But that's it. Let's get back to it. Welcome back to the number one drift podcast on YouTube. I am Dawson and this I is am Wes. Hey, you got it. Someone finally got it. Like on the dot. <laughs> All right. Uh, so before we get into it, look below you. Uh, if that subscribe button is still red, why don't you go ahead and click it? That way uh, you're subscribed because still about 50, 60% of you are not. And I don't know why you wouldn't be if you're sitting here fucking watching. So uh, merch, as you can see, we have new merch. Uh, Samurai RB25. This was actually AI generated. I just told you this yeah. off camera. but. <laughs> Um, not fully AI generated, obviously, like the car and the words and stuff, but the samurai in the background, 100% AI. So if you guys like it, go down to the link uh, and grab it. It's on circledrift.com. If you want 10% off, use code SAMURAI10. But that's all I have for the announcements. So here's Wes. I'll let him introduce himself. He was episode five, yeah. if you've been Recur here long return enough. guest. Am I the first repeat guest? The first. Well... <laughs> I guess Kyler came on for oh, to be okay. a co-host, no, right. kind of. But okay. Um, anyway, yeah. um, my name is Wesley Cloud. I am a driver in the East Ten Drift Formula Drift Pro Am series, chasing my pro spec license, uh, participating in a few different shootout series as well, just trying to get my name out there, get my driving ability up as much as possible. Uh, I drive a C5 Corvette right now. It is, as of now, the first dog box front-mounted quick change. Um, Corvette C5 Corvette in the world that I'm aware of so we're, we're still kind of fighting through that trying to figure that out but um, I am doing everything possible to be as professional and create a professional team that I can um, really trying to make as big of movements and as big of jumps every time I go to the track as possible um, so that's that's kind of a little bit about me I'm I'm the guy that's really they're taking it seriously um to the point that i know some of my crew probably make fun of me because i mean I'm, <laughs> I'm just all business about all this stuff i mean uh, you're very competitive yeah no so. I'm, I'm there to to make something happen um i got into drifting to be a competitive driver i know that's kind of backwards from a lot of people they uh they get into drifting to 
have fun. I got into drifting knowing that I wanted to go bang doors with the best of the best. Um, whatever I had to do to get there is so what I was going to do. got that itch. Yeah, man. I, uh, I planned it. You know, I, I mentioned that in my previous episode where everything was a step made to be a competitive driver. And uh, that's what I continue to do. So that's a little bit about me. And uh, I guess let's just, let's talk. Let's have a yeah, good time. Yeah, yeah. We got a little bit to get into. Uh, we won't kind of go over the same stuff we went in over last episode. So if you guys do want to get the main rundown on him go back and watch that one again episode five but um the first thing i want to get into for the the viewers that don't really know you haven't seen you in the first episode uh give a rundown on your corvette yeah so like i kind of mentioned um it's a c5 corvette with the as far as i know somebody can probably correct me in the comments but i really i tried to there's gonna be some kind of i know i tried to make sure tried to make sure as far as i know it's the first front mounted four speed dog box it's a g-force gsr um all the way at the front with a quick time sfi bell housing so it's you know fd legal and everything uh with a custom made drive shaft back to a winters or um, actually race tech services built shout out to race tech services uh race tech services built unbreakable quick change differential in some beautiful gold fdf race shop uh quick change mounts also the first of its kind um i was able to talk with josiah at uh pri Really, really great guy, really great company, more than willing to help you out. And so I, I came to him with, you know, hey, I want to do this. Um, I think it was a couple days after we were back from yeah. PRI, he sent me the digital rendering of what he had designed for me. So Dude, quick <laughs> I mean, as fuck. Yeah, and, and he's like, what color do you want them powder coated? So they're gold. I love gold parts. Um, you don't have FDF, <laughs> grab it. Yeah, I mean, FDF is... Right now, the only reason that that car is what it is. I mean, I, I wouldn't have been able to do the quick change. The Corvettes that. really need FDA, especially yeah. the C5. Yeah, and and obviously the angle kit and the handbrake and just all the hard parts, FDF, um, and will continue to be. Um, and I even through through that have developed a relationship with um, Josh Gunby of FabMac Industries. You know him from Josiah's current crazy C6 build. He's building that engine, um, now building my engine that's coming up here in the future. Um, also working with Andrew Shorkey, just got his pro spec license last year at the uh, Great Lakes Pro-Am. Um, Elliot Rose, you might have seen him uh, slaying out at Gridlife this past uh, week or two ago. Um, so we've got some really, really great drivers together on that team that we're working with, um, really trying to grow all of our programs simultaneously. Um, but so, so we have a lot more power coming. Um, currently that Corvette is on still a stock bottom end LS one. I know a lot of people don't believe yeah, that. We got a, he just came off of a competition <laughs> weekend and we got that in the notes. So that's coming yeah, up later yeah. in the episode. But. Um, and, and I, you know, I get asked all the time at competitions, what's under the hood because, you know, not trying to elevate myself. I do believe that I drive beyond what's under the hood, so to speak. Um, I've, mm-hmm. I've been able to keep that car up with way faster cars, way better prepared cars, um, just in the engine capacity. And it's it's been fun to drive, to make myself drive harder. Yeah. But I'm definitely ready for that more power that's coming. Um, <laughs> but, you know, other than that, as far as the car goes, I mean, it's, it's a very, very simple car. The stock bottom end LS1, really good valve train, a lot of fuel, a lot of timing. Um, really good hard parts on the car. Thank you to FDF. Um, really good tires, GT radial SX2 RS. Stiffen up that fiberglass. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just everything on the car is easy to work on. It works well. Um, it performs. I, I pulled out of fourth place at this past round. Um, I battled for third with Tyler Berry. He 
was well deserving of that win. I just simply wasn't able to keep up in the chase. Um, I, I, if maybe you'll play, he's the, a damn good driver. No, he's so. an amazing driver. And also, again, thank you, Tyler, for letting me borrow the gear to put in my quick change that even allowed me to continue. Because actually, I lost third gear in my GSR. I didn't, I didn't lose third gear. It just wouldn't go into third gear. We think maybe a pin broke or something like it. It doesn't grind. It doesn't anything. It just, just doesn't go into gear. Yeah. yeah. Um, but all the other gears are there. So we made my one-two shift. My drift gears and so it was a little bit harder to leave the line but you know we made it work and um so it's how did the uh i want to know about the the winners did that really drastically change like uh, how you need a winner's quick change in your car specifically the rts quick change it is so nice i mean i have a spool diff in my s chassis as you may know i Mm. I built a i built an r200v diff with a spool with a uh, pathfinder ring and pinion gear so it's got bigger teeth, a little bit stronger. And that, that differential, obviously, you know, when you have a, you have no give, there's not a carrier, there's not a welded anything to even have any torsional twist. The ring gear is mounted to that spool. And so when you come off throttle, hundred percent lock in the rear, it it feels, it feels, you know, predictable in drift, but I've been driving the the C5 for the longest time on the factory clutch type LSD. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it felt so good, I think, just because the Corvette is what it is, and yeah. it's otherwise just a really good car. It felt so good that I didn't ever know how much it was holding me back until I put this new diff in. <laughs> when I tell you the grip level increased monumentally, I mean... Oh, I, I could expect that. I, I, with, with the factory LSD, um, in multiple cases, I was softening my dampers all the mm. way, removed rear sway bar really just going down, 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 down entire pressure, just to try to get the rear end of the car to stay planted. Because every time I was coming off throttle, I think it was allowing that differential just enough time, just enough opening time to really Mm. kind of make it wonky. And I just had started driving around that for so long. And I went out and tested uh, tested this car for the first time at Beach Bend with uh, my good friend Drake Burris. Shout out to Drake and Mark for that track (laughs) rental that really came came in clutch. Um, I went out and tested it and I just... The first time I tried to, you know, to go ride the bank at Beach Bend, it, the car was like, no. Just didn't want to do yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. So so I'm actually finding now that I'm taking grip out of the car in the rear in order to... Just because of the quick change. Just because, and, and you know, I may be attributing that wrong. I, I did move a little bit of weight around, you know, obviously the factory... Yeah. The way that can, is configured, you what have What was your, the weight difference in the winners and the stock well, LSD? Well, I guess I don't really know to the pound. Um, but if if I remember correctly, I did I did math when I did know them to the pound. And I, I tried to figure out like, okay, if I remove this weight here and add this weight here and mm-hmm. try to figure that out. By the end of it, it should realistically be within a percentage or two of factory, you know, oh, as wow. far as weight distribution. Because the, the GSR transmission, I mean, you can pick it up. It's yeah, light, yeah. It's really light. And my thinking was, you know, the torque tube, the torque tube and everything is almost as heavy as the transmission, really. Yeah. And <laughs> so by the time it all shakes out, it just, it feels so good. It, I was, I was unsure because it is untested waters. Um, I was doing things, you know, that haven't been done and yeah. just couldn't be more pleased. I mean, really just a beautiful, beautiful product and being able to change that final drive around again, the only reason. So how I was do you know necessarily, I know you can plug the computer up to it and, but what, what are the indicators that tell you you need to change to a certain gear? Okay. So there's no computer for that for me. Um, I am, I am going off of just 
directly feel feel wheel i mean we have target wheel speeds for each gear obviously you know um based on what you know what the track is what what we're doing we have target wheel speed and then we can move those gears around to make that gear that target wheel speed so for instance this this past weekend i lost my third gear my third gear for the gear sets that i have i I need to Mm. get more gear sets i'm just kind of learning what all what all comes with that um, but the gear sets I had meant that third gear for the track that we were at was probably my my best wheel speed gear. Yeah, uh, yeah. When I lost third gear, we had to go find a gear set from Tyler and make my second gear what third gear was. And only because of a quick change were we able to do that. So I lost, you know, I didn't have a first gear anymore. We had to make my first gear was what my second gear was and then my second gear was what my third gear was and so on. Um, so, it, you know, it made me leave the line slower, but I was able to compete. And having that extra What did you little, say your first gear top out speed was? It was like for, 70 miles an yeah, hour. For, it ended up being, I think, 72 miles an hour was my first gear after that gear change. That's um, so, you know, it was re- I had to slip the clutch really sluggish to leave the line, but it worked. And just being able to move, even if it's in a situation where it's to save your ass, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's so nice to have. Because without that, you know, you're, you're done. With, of course, you're done. yeah. <laughs> you're fucking toast after yeah. that. Okay, so explain what all kind of changes, not necessarily to the, if there is the part of the chassis you had to make, but um, installing the quick change and all of that stuff. Whew, yeah, um, um, you know, it was actually way more simple than you would think. Um, really? I, I, I thought that it would be harder. I, <laughs> well, there are a lot of videos and stuff on YouTube moving the transmission to the front and everything. So yeah, I feel like that would be easy to... I just thought out. it would be harder to fit. You know, I thought, well, the 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 center of... If you know, if anybody's watching that knows what the underside of a vet looks like, you yeah. have you have this little skid plate thing that goes over oh, here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we so hate, just yeah. I knew how wide that was and I knew how wide my transmission was. So I, I measured ear to ear, widest point of the transmission, and then I just stuck my tape measure <laughs> up there. And I was like, mm, I don't know about this. And so really it only... With that, oh, oh, sorry about that. No, you're good. Um, it really only came down to cutting the like where those bolts for that skid plate would be yeah cut those ears off and it fits it just it goes in there and it fits boom there and, you go and like now you got it <laughs> you, you well uh, hold on <laughs> there's a lot of work to gotcha, do bitch. um because once you do that there's not a factory exhaust part in the world that fits your car anymore because you don't have a corvette anymore yeah so like the routing it's of everything is wrong. At that point. yeah and the tabs on the SFL, the SFI bell housing has like a ring around it and it sticks out farther. And so oh. there's not even factory headers. Like, yeah. Shit. So, so, so what we ended up doing was buying shorty headers, which I would not okay. want to do. Um, buying shorty headers and explain then, why you wouldn't, why shorty headers. I just wanted, I just ideal. wanted long tube headers. I just, you know, for better flow like and power. I don't know better. enough about it to know if it actually truly has like what power for power. I like the way they I don't sound either. better. I, was, I, I like the I way they sound better. I like that race car noise. Um, but we had to buy the shorties and then still modify them because the, the, factory type collector whatever you call it the flange Mm. was again contacting the bell housing so it was either clearance the bell housing which obviously is not okay for an sfi rated (laughs) bell housing you know (laughs) clearance the bell housing or chop the chop the ends of them off and we ended up welding on v-bands up a little bit further and so Mm. if you look at my exhaust it kind of it comes around the bell housing and it's removable in that center section Mm -hmm. and then the we just did straight actually under the axles in the rear um so it's just it creates problems that you don't previously have as far as space and um you know if you depending on what you've done with other lines like fire suppression lines or things like that Mm -hmm. i know some people in corvette chassis they run them kind of up under the torque tube because it's a 
it I could be, that. it's a good place to put it if you don't have, you know, an exhaust. <laughs> and drive um, so it's just, you know, I would say if you're thinking about it, if you're thinking, if you have a C5, go for it. I mean, if you, if you have the budget for that transmission and that differential and, and you want to keep that chassis, all the parts are now available to make that happen. And it's really truthfully not that hard. Um, my crew chief and I, my crew chief, Brennan Daniels, the, uh, competition drift expert within my team, so to speak. Um, he's really he's a genius. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's really the reason that that car came together, but, um, he said himself too, like this, it's almost uncomfortably easy because we were just waiting on, well, what's, you know, what's going to be the big problem. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but so because, simple, because Josiah designed my mounts perfectly and you know, everything else was FDF. an off the shelf part. FDF. Yeah. Thanks FDF. Um, everything else was relatively an off the shelf part except for the drive shaft, which, you know, making a drive shaft is not rocket science, rocket science. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kleinard's drive shaft in Nashville, custom drive shaft in like two days. No oh, problem. Sure. Yeah, no problem. Um, so yeah, I mean, I it's the, easily the best thing I've done to the car, and to be able to add power or to whatever in the future. And it also makes that drivetrain's good. Yeah, yeah uh, that drivetrain is good, <laughs> and it's going to go over to the C6 chassis that I'm hopefully building in the very near future, also ah. with FabMac, and we'll talk about that more because that's that that requires so much more planning and so much more. Yeah, yeah. Um, but and I'm sure you're still kind of your head spinning on which ways to go with that as well oh yeah yeah i mean it's a there's decisions in every avenue that you look <laughs> i mean it's crazy when you get into this level which i say this level we're not even in the top levels of formula drift hey we're not no. even in the top level <laughs> of the sport but the amount of planning and the amount of foresight that you have to have is crazy and and the guys that i'm running with now are everybody there i think i said this before everybody there is a class act every team is is set up to have the potential to go, you know, as all the way. Yeah. Everybody's course. got their rigs, their pits, their teams, their everything figured out. And so if you don't make sure that you're taking those, you know, miles ahead steps yeah. to plan your next year, plan your next two if years. If you're plan. not doing that, it's insane because if, so many people have paved the path for that. Right. And I feel right. like it should the, just the be. The pattern you know. is there. Um, you can, you can see what needs to be done pretty easily if you just pay attention yeah. and if you're not willing to do that stuff then you you really can't succeed so you know we end up working all off season all season all you know not a time of the year where i'm not thinking about drifting. yeah it's just so in, in what ways from last season were you not prepared that you made sure of you were prepared for this season i tapped on the table again um, <laughs> because i just oh man that sorry gets me excited. no <laughs> um i did a lot of things differently. Um, there were instances, well, one of the, the biggest thing I had last year was a, a inconsistency in tires. Mm. I didn't have the foresight um, to buy enough tires at one time to make sure that when I needed more, they weren't out of stock. And so this season being a spec series, being everybody's on the GT radial SX2 RS mm. tire stacks, beautiful company is partnering with the series they're doing Dude, they're track side a lot service. of people out this year man track tire stacks is the best and specifically frank Brearley from tire stacks he has helped me out personally helps all of us out with anything we need with tires and so having that alone has eliminated the problem that i had with tires so that that's a big change um buying plenty of tires at a time we went through 34 tires this past weekend what's the biggest order you've placed so far 100 Oh, okay. That's, that's, yeah. That's, it's, not unre it's not unreasonable, but it's unreasonable, you know, when yeah. you just say it out loud. Um, so 
<laughs> cocky motherfucker. <laughs> that, I'm just kidding. That, no, so so the the tires thing is a big change. We made sure that all that was good. Um, the other main thing I think is just all of the little things that we learned that we could have done better. I mean, all of the little things we fixed. There's there was not one moment where we were looking for something where we weren't sure about what time something was happening. Mm. Um, we've We've, as far as extra parts and stuff wise, like t- uh, tools and all that stuff, what yeah. what about that? Yeah, so I'm sure we, that I mean, was more or less the main problem. We have our gear sets in these pretty little boxes that are labeled with teeth and Aww, ratios. Oh, so it's great! Cute. No, it's so nice. It really is. It's <laughs> there's something that's very satisfying about that. I mean, you just walked into my shop. Like I keep my yeah, shop fairly yeah. neat, and it just it makes working on the car yeah, ten times. Yeah, easier. and and comfort for the team because we're. We're constantly kind of evolving as far as, you know, we've gotten bigger. We traveled, mm-hmm. we traveled with just a, you know, just kind of a minimal crew, so to speak, last year. But there was a person for every job this year or this season. Um, and so we've gotten a bigger awning. We've gotten, you know, fans and make sure everybody stays comfortable, larger coolers, more <laughs> snacks, more drinks, making sure that, you know, everybody can do their job the best that they can possibly do. Because it's my job as the... I guess I guess you could call it CEO type position yeah, yeah. of the team to make sure that everybody has their tools to yeah. or, or you know they're not their literal tools but they're their tools to do their job. Yeah. And um it's that been, way you don't have to stress about right. it. Right. And I, I just I mean I cannot thank my crew enough like yeah. They are all so good. Like um I feel like a lot of drivers say that, and that just really goes over people's heads. Oh, like, no, I don't no. understand how much goes into this shit. <laughs> you it's don't understand. Insane. I didn't have one moment because, you know, we had back-to-back battles or, or you know, I had a couple situations where um, in one, well, one specific time I qualified really well, had a buy run and a battle directly after that. Yeah. And just the speed at which they're moving, the um, the sense of urgency that they're all acting with. I mean, you, you would think that these guys are all working for their dreams. I mean, seriously. It's That's unbelievable. Crazy. And so... Which, I mean, it kind of is. Like, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, everybody has a stake in it. I think yeah. I think that's that's important too. Um, I've tried to always make sure that I structure the events, structure the, the goals of the team to make sure that everybody has, you know, has fulfillment. I yeah. think it's important to make sure that the driver's not getting all the glory. I don't think that that's, I don't think that's a good thing because not. I could not do this stuff alone. Like I yeah, couldn't no. even try to. Hell no. No. So you see cash kind of kind of do it in FD, but he still has to rely so much on people. Yeah. I mean, it's people in places are the most valuable thing in drifting. mm -hmm. I mean, you know, having a spotter is one thing, having a mechanic is one thing, but when you have, when you're going through 34 tires and you don't have 34 wheels, you got to have those tires and wheels taken places. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, my good friend, Justin Napier, um, Wes Willie, both of those guys worked so hard on my tires. I mean, they were sweating both days because you know it's Atlanta heat and oh, got yeah. tires Muggy and wheels going hell. back and forth. And I had to bring my scrubs back and just constant, constant movement. And is so, that something like, you're going to work towards getting a tire changer? Um, well, for the way it's set up now with tire stacks, they do it, and it's, oh, it's okay. included in the tire cost and like the the mounting and the disposal. Yeah, eat and that shit up. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah, it's best. <laughs> um, but it just, it, again, it requires a person and a place to do that job to take the wheels and tires. And if I didn't have those extra two crew guys, 
my spotter's got to go do it or my crew chief's got to go do it or mm-hmm. or i mean obviously i'm not going to ask my wife to go carry tires but somebody has to go do it yeah you know? and so, so you have somebody or i guess a couple people there for like the miscellaneous shit yeah alone? yeah yeah that's and crazy it's just things that i learned from last year that like you know you can call it lazy you could call it whatever but that that's smart no it, you the other teams are doing it yeah, exactly. So, Why wouldn't you right, fucking do it one right. step ahead of the them? Other teams are doing it. And now with I I landed a new title sponsorship with Vortex Security. Um vortexsecurityfl.com if you want to check it out. Um unbelievable residential and commercial um security company that they have the most advanced of, you know, home cameras or door locks or sensors all the way to like they can monitor elderly people's, you know, vital functions via an app. And, Y'all want to sponsor the podcast? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, I could use some security. But cameras. having <laughs> having the title sponsor that's that's completely behind me is opening these doors to have you know a little bit oh, more yeah. on the crew, a little bit more for you know just budgets for everything. Um, because you that's know, awesome. yeah, yeah, and it and the only I was telling you a little bit off camera too when we were talking about that. It's nice to see non-car companies joining in on motorsports right it's it's, it's awesome right then and you get a, they get a little bit more influx of a different community to their side yeah it's it's a different way to market um drifting inherently is such an interesting thing to people that don't even know about it you know oh, you just yeah. see what's going on you're like wow and so how the hell here's a tip for you drivers out there uh, the money the real the companies with marketing budgets are not in the motorsports industry, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not. I don't think I'm giving away any secrets when I say that. I mean, it's it's there are deep, like you say, there are a lot of deep pockets out there, but it's not necessarily the companies that are putting the parts on your car. Mm-hmm. And so, being able to have a team, a pit set up, a everything that looks, you know professional yeah. and and clean and tidy some something that somebody's willing to partner with that's that's what gets you there that's what mm-hmm. allows all of that so it's like a it's a, cir- it's a circular thing i, I bet um, it's a lot more convenient for those types of companies too because they have they don't have to put anything into it other than just right. throw some money his right. way and then let him do his job right as and as long as as long as you do a good job you're right like it's it's all it is is you you end up with so much more ability to to grow your team just by mm. taking these extra steps and it's a lot of work but it's so much worth it to to have backing to have you know not just finances but but for you know for lodging for yeah. food for travel for whatever it all it just when you have a little bit less to worry about it it changes a lot mm. i mean it really does um but i mean otherwise for for changes to our team there's it's been fairly little you know i want to i want to keep brennan as my crew chief forever i want to yeah. <laughs> keep willie culver as my spotter forever i want wes and justin to keep coming to do all of every like i it's perfect i yeah, would not change that team would not change a thing it. like would not change a thing i'll do whatever i gotta do to keep those guys um and i think that they want to stick around that's the cool thing it's like like i said it is everybody has a stake in it mm-hmm. everybody's like we're all hyped <laughs> well, are there any things that you like you didn't get the chance to improve on for this season that you wish you could have? Uh, you can go either way with that. Um, <laughs> I still <laughs> I still don't have any more power than last year, which I wanted to figure out. We just you know things happened the way they did, and um, so I don't really look at that as something that I would change because it's still putting me in the position where I got to drive harder. Yeah, and I like having a little it's bit of incentive. You a better driver. Yeah, yeah, it's forcing me, forcing me to do these things that that are a little bit difficult. And excuse me a second. 
I feel like once uh once you have to figure out the workarounds that makes the good parts like yeah. even easier. Yeah, to drive. when because every every one of these little incremental changes where like I was driving around the the clutch type LSD, put the spool in it, and now it's a way better car. When I get those changes, I feel like I'm Superman mm. in that car. Like oh, it's yeah. it's crazy how much harder I feel like I can drive every time something happens like that. And I think like if you look at the footage of some of my battles from this past weekend and I'm just on the wall. Like, mm. and that's how the car feels to me. All it's just so such a confidence inspiring car now that I, Oh yeah, yeah, let's play that. <laughs> yeah, you gotta see it. Um, it's just such a confidence-inspiring car now, even though it's a little bit lacking in power. I'll throw it in extra hard if I have to. You know, whatever. Yeah. What it, so what? And we can fix. We can always fix the power. We can spray it. We can whatever. Yeah. Um, but again, I do have the bad boy coming from FabMac to where the power is. So, not what are some be. like uh, actual details of the motor that are getting? Yeah, changed. yeah, yeah. That's important. Um, so we're working with a Dart LS Next block. Um, going to be bored to 431 cubic inches. Um, Molnar Technologies forged rotating assembly, essentially. Um, Frankenstein heads with their titanium mm -hmm. valves. Um, AVA uh, dry sump, four stage. Um, oh, dry sump is going to be fucking sick. Yeah. Um, big old supercharger. We're we're back and forth. I say we. Um, Brennan, my crew chief, and my engine builder are arguing over which supercharger I'm going to use. So we're gonna we're gonna keep that quiet for right now. Aww. But, but um, it will have. Can a you supercharger. say which ones they're arguing between? Uh, it will either be a Whipple or a Magnuson. Either oh, okay. Either probably a 2.9 or a 2650 or what, whatever the nomenclature between those two are. Um, it, there's so many things that we've been thinking about. I can't ever keep them straight in my head anymore. <laughs> I'm just the driver, guys. Um, but, uh, yeah, so power just will not be a problem. Take your guess in the comments. What do you think he's going to go yeah, with? Yeah, go ahead and make your guess, and we'll see. Maybe I'll do a return third episode when I get it. <laughs> <laughs> see who was right. Um, Hell yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the meat and potatoes of, of what's going in that engine. Um, it's it's essentially going to be the, the best engine that I could put together. And Josh mm. Gunby is, in my opinion, um, the expert that I trust on the drift spec yeah, yeah, bad boy V8s. I mean, the the engines that he's built for Josiah. Just listen to them scream, and then when you learn how long listen they to a start, go fucking just, get beat on, and then get shut off, and yeah. do the same thing over and over again. And then you learn how long it's been in the car. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, I want one of those. Yeah, you know? like, and so so that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna keep keep you know working on through myself and through Josiah and Andrew Shorkey and Elliot Rose, uh, we're all going to work together to develop the most complete, most reliable, baddest engine package in drifting. And that's yeah. just what we're going to do. Document it all. Yep. Oh my God. Yeah. That would be amazing for social media. But, <laughs> um, okay. So if someone was to ask you, or you actually probably get asked this quite a bit, I'm sure, um, break down what it would cost to run a season similar to yours now before we get too deep into the podcast i want to stop and tell you guys of course about wiring specialties which i've mentioned in the past you do not like wiring 
like me, I absolutely hate it. The few extra bucks for a wiring specialty harness might actually save you and your car because let's face it, you might not be the best at wiring no matter what you think. So if a few extra bucks in the beginning saves you a lot in the long run, it might be worth it to check out Wiring Specialties. They have all sorts of different platforms for not only their normal wiring harness, but also their Pro Series harness as well. And Wiring Specialties is nice enough to help you guys out with a 5% off code. Just use simply Circle Adrift and you will get to save yourself a few bucks off of that harness you so ever loving need. Appreciate you, Wiring Specialties. Let's get back to the podcast. Okay. Um... If if we're going like we we're going like event by event or you mean like total just number, just total number for the year. I would guess you could probably run a pro am season like identical mm-hmm. to to what we're doing for I don't know thirty five or forty thousand for just a, oh, a fixed not, expenses. Oh, I'm not yeah I'm not more. I'm not really talking about things outside of you know like I'm just. Now, would you say you're taking a little bit more necessary steps to ensure some things are taken care of rather than other drivers? No, no. I, I, I would say kind of doing the same thing. I would say everybody's pretty much doing the same thing. I mean, you have some teams that maybe have less crew, or you have some teams that maybe spend less on lodging. Maybe they're camping in their trailer at the track or something yeah. like that. I just don't have enough big enough a big enough trailer to fit everybody or anything. Like, you know, it's just not how it's going to work. <laughs> Get in, Colonel. So, <laughs> yeah. so we do Airbnbs, and um, we do you know everything we can do to to cut costs, but also at the same time. I, I don't do anything at the expense of the comfort of my crew. Yeah, I would, still want to ensure no, it's a fun right, time because and, I I want those guys to to be able to come back and have a good night's rest and to you know we get we eat decent food. We don't you know it's it's it can be done cheaper for sure. Yeah, it of definitely can be done cheaper. I think in the long run, if you're if you're focused on it long term like you are, I think you kind of have to take those little incremental yeah. steps to ensure your crew is taken care of. Yeah, yeah. I mean. You want your crew to stick around, you know. You don't want to. You don't want to be finding new guys every year. You don't want to be creating a whole new flow of things. You mm-hmm. don't want to be, you know, making those new relationships because the amount of trust that has to be established between a crew. I mean, oh yeah. And just just think of for a second, like you're you're gonna go sling your car intentionally at a wall, a for, three thousand pound right. fucking metal rock right and you're gonna let somebody else make sure that your arm restraints are correct and your harnesses (laughs) and your hans devices clipped on you better trust that guy Mm -hmm. and you know obviously a lot of times it's my wife doing it because she's do the bolts check i don't know yeah yes (laughs) Uh, but you know for the competition rounds brennan has been doing that and so i i'm literally sitting in the car to trust brennan with my life yeah essentially and so you know that may be overplaying it a little bit because there's you know there's all kinds of safety equipment in place to where you know if one thing goes you probably not gonna yeah die. there's a fallback but, yeah but but still like the, the amount of trust for for checking my tire pressures torquing wheels torquing you know all that matters yeah and so yeah no I, you gotta gotta keep your crew gotta keep them happy gotta there's a if you're gonna save money it's not where to do it yeah, yeah. Okay. So then, if if someone had like ten thousand dollars less than what you had, what would you say they need to, they should put aside and save for next season? Or I something mean, like that? if you had less money, I would say you probably don't travel with you know five or six crew people. You you just couldn't do that. You'd have to you'd have to dwindle it down to a an essential you know crew chief slash mechanic mm-hmm. and a spotter. I think I think if you do that and you can. You know, get it to where you're you're not getting multiple hotel rooms or a small Airbnb, or maybe you are camping in your track at the track yeah. in your trailer or in a tent, or whatever. That's a the lodging is a huge savings if you can. Um, 
the you know not going out to eat bring bring a cooler with your you know your hamburger yeah. meat or whatever bring a grill that's definitely a good place to save some money um I mean, there's a lot of areas. I feel where like you, that's smart though, because a lot of people won't think about the small little things. Oh like yeah, that, no, I mean, they, it, believe me, could say. it matters. I mean, like we go, you know, we'll go to Costco, and that's where we get all of our snacks. We get these huge packs of beef yeah. jerky, huge <laughs> packs of of all this stuff, and it's healthy food with protein, with with you know, not just all sugar and crap, and just planning and things like that. You can save, you know, over the course of a season, you can save a lot of money there. I think the only thing that you really can't start trying to save money on is like. You know, your fuel to get there, your entry fees, they are, they're going to be what they're going to be. Yeah. You could argue that you could really, really, really be mindful of your tire consumption. You yep. could really monitor your tire consumption better than I do and save a lot of money. I don't, I, I mean, I, I went through 34 tires, but they were not all the way dead, if gotcha. that makes sense. Like yep. we ended up with, I think there's, I think if I, if I counted correct, there's 12 or 14 of those. That you could put back on a car. You yeah. could put back on a car and have a lap or two at some, mm-hmm. some tracks, maybe two or three laps, but just that track surface was, it was more outer zone on the, on the driver's side. And I was killing those tires a little bit faster and riding the bank and stuff. I mean, and yeah, so I was only, I was getting two set, two laps dead on the driver's side tire. <laughs> dead, dead, dead. Sucks. Yeah. And like, God, I mean, yeah. the, the wear was perfectly even cause you know, I, I have all the, everything yeah. oh, the alignment's yeah, good the but it was just it was just getting eaten so like i you know you could put those back on the car instead of mounting a new set you know yeah. there's all kinds of things yeah. that you can do but put i'm, on I'm for practice right. at the next event and i'm only doing that stuff because i have the title sponsor now because it's it's worth it to to use some of that mm-hmm. that finances to ensure that maybe i'll do a little bit better gotcha. because that's yeah. that's going to help them that's going to help me that's going to help me potentially grow that deal you know i i need to do well or I don't need to be there. And if yeah. I have the ability, that's the only reason. It's not because I'm just going to go and try and throw money at things because that's not that's not that's the smart thing to do. It's, it's all actually budgeted very carefully. When I made this deal, um, I looked at you know what what it was going to be, and I have a I have a very carefully managed spreadsheet of every dollar that goes to places. So mm. I know if it's okay to allocate Man, some cash here, and yeah. and you know important things are important things. Like I bought a cool shirt system. My God, that's no, I bet that's fucking amazing. Oh, cool shirt systems. If you're watching, please, please understand your product is probably the best, <laughs> the best thing that has ever I've ever used. It works better than it's advertised. Like it, I, it's so cold almost that I had to turn it off a few times. I was just like, <laughs> I was, I was sitting in my car in a full fire suit, all black uh, fire suit. Well, you know, it's got printing and stuff on it, but all black fire suit, black helmet, black gloves. <laughs> In the sun, (laughs) in the direct sun in Atlanta, I was cold, man. I was freezing cold, so I had to turn it off. But I mean, I've previously felt like I was gonna. No, I thought I was gonna get a heat stroke last year. That's that's (laughs) that's a that's a a big change. Get a cool shirt system. Spend the money. It's so worth. That relieves fifty percent of your stress all year long. At least, (laughs) at least you could. If I was having a bad day, I would seriously go home and just sit in a cool shirt. Like it's so nice. It feels sauna. We got feels like you jumped in the Colorado River. Like it's wild. I had to, the second day I I actually put, I made sure, so it comes with these little endurance ice packs Mm -hmm. and they're basically like a fancy version of a freezer pack, but it's worth it because they're like leak proof and all this. And so I put those and like half of like a seven pound bag of ice. I think it's like a 12 quart total capacity. Mm -hmm. So there's like a gallon and a half of water or maybe two gallons of water, whatever. It was way too cold. 
Like I, I couldn't, I couldn't leave it on. For, Should have left the ice out. Yeah. So the second day, I did. I just, I, <laughs> I put the. That worked a lot better. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, it's actually, it's perfect. But even still, like you can't keep it on unless you're just like you know burning up. Well, like, of course, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there'll be days when I keep it on longer, but yeah. it's that's a great thing to have. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, uh, not to completely jump onto a different subject, but the S13. Mm-hmm. The one that my RB used to be into. Yes, my car is getting there. I'm sorry. But um, where is that at? What's happening with that? What's the future plans? I know it used to topic? be... Ter- Do what? Can we talk about the next topic? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Why? No, I, I don't know. I That car, it's kind of just fallen by the wayside. I, it's not as good of a car as my vet is in That's any capacity. It's got WiseFab V2 with a rack relocation, with a spool diff, with the FD spec cage, with a fire suppression system, with all this shit. Mm-hmm. Not as good of a car. Just How not. many times? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I, I mean, okay. I have my, if anybody's looking, I have my S13 tattooed on my arm. I like S chassis. Nostalgic. I like S chassis. Right. It's just <laughs> not that good anymore. It's just, I mean, and that's not true either. I mean, people still drive the wheels off of them. It's just for me, for for what I want to do with it, it takes a lot more effort and more work I to get those cars to perform. I think it's gotten to the point where it takes a certain person. Like, you have to be really into that. Yeah. And, to be and, able to, especially drift one nowadays. Yeah. And if anybody so wants my 240, I'm probably going to sell it soon. Uh, it's a turbo LS built T56. You know, it's a nice car. Da, 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 da. About how much would you Hit sell it for, you think? Mm. I don't know. It's been, I've been back and forth on that. I, I kind of would just like it to sell. So, like, I want to, but you know, I don't know, probably 18 or 19,000. Okay. I think that's reasonable. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you know, it's a, it's never been wrecked. It's never, it's, I mean, it's got like a, a dent in the. Have you looked on Facebook Marketplace? No. It's got really. awful. Yeah. That's just, a reasonable price. <laughs> okay. Well, good. So, you know, hit me up if you want it. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, I mean, Holly, Holly Terminator XCCU and fire suppression. The only thing it doesn't have is a legal FIA seat anymore. The, That's fair. It's, you know, get a new seat. Yeah, but <laughs> you, you'll end up getting a new seat anyways. Yeah, yeah. Or at least putting one you have in. Yeah. But, um, so, uh, I have been noticing more content you've yeah. been putting out. Yeah, so I've been, I've been trying push to push that really hard. I've been trying to... That's another aspect. That's, that's something I've changed for the team. I've been trying to put things in places to where I can make a really, really good content generation side of my mm-hmm. program. Um, I've set my shop up with studio lights and colored lights and, you know, got He was sending me pictures and videos when he was doing it. It's yeah. fucking sick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I put LED lights around the lift and everything. Like it, it's set up to be a film studio now for, for really, I, I want to make like TV quality content that's yeah. what i would love to do because i I like to make the videos i like to talk about the things that i'm doing i like to teach people how to do it because it's it's not an unattainable mm. thing it's i have not, a creative fucking mind and i have to put it somewhere yeah so that's yeah. why this happened <laughs> and it just it, it just depends on you know where uh where my head's at for the for the given time like I, I, in the lead up to this season i just had so much going on and that's not really an excuse in today's world but it's it's hard to make good content when your mind's not in it. And I would mm-hmm. rather not than, than put out some kind of filler content. content. Yeah, yeah I, I really try to make sure that the, the video content specifically that I upload is all has some substance. You know, it's, it actually You find that more value. important than keeping the consistency? I do. I, I want people to know that 
when I post a video that that it's not just crap. Like I would re- yeah. just 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 like I want I want to have that reputation when I show up to any track. I want people to know he's here to get something done, not just here to play yeah, and, yeah. and you know not just. Kind I of feel like it space. also falls in whatever niche you're into. I yeah. feel like some things you get, like obviously this 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 is more of a show. Yeah. yeah. So like a talk show, so you kind of have to keep that consistency right. more than anything, but. Um, right. But I just I think most of the content that I want to make is somewhat informative or instructional or something in some way. Yeah. And to to just kind of half-ass that just is not fair because mm-hmm. then you're not teaching it correctly or you're not saying There's no something. Value there. There's no value. Yeah. And I think that um, just the way that my brain works, I I try to accumulate so much knowledge about the things that I'm interested in, and mm-hmm. and then I'm able to share that knowledge and and cut people's learning curves and stuff and then hear about it later and i yeah. i really like that i think i tell really people because cool. like i handle media for people so i tell people a lot your failures are your best content because mm. it's like that's what you learn from that's what everybody else is going to learn from. yeah yeah so it, it, don't be afraid of, that's what everyone gets scared of is the failures and uh looking embarrassed on the internet or looking dumb whatever it is uh that's it's you got to show your failures. That's mm-hmm. that's the easiest. No, it's way. true. I mean, that's that's the only reason. I mean, I think that's the only reason that I've gotten to where I'm at with my driving right now is that you know I did have failures last year, mm-hmm. and I talked about them, and I I'm happy to share them, and I would, and I learned from them, and other people can learn that's from the them. Drift and, community. Right. Go find that yeah. in drag racing. Fuck you. It doesn't exist. <laughs> it doesn't. I've been in. I've been in other forms of motorsport a lot, and. It doesn't, you know, the people are so careful with their secrets and their, yeah. you, I mean, the idea of me going to borrow a gear set from someone, <laughs> forget that. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> to, you know, if, if we were at the drag strip and, and you know, Tyler Berry was in a Nova or something and I, you know, he would have been like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's just not how it works. And uh, so, yeah, no, I think, I think focusing on your failures even. Mm-hmm. is a reasonable way to look at I mean, I don't sit there and post, you know, oh, I suck on Instagram, but I'll say, this is what went wrong. Yeah, this fucked is what up I could have done better. And, uh, I think right. this is the the solution. Right. I mean, this is this is what went wrong. This is what we can do better. Here's how we're fixing it. See you next time. You know, mm. I'll see you guys later. I'm gonna I'm gonna come back harder every yeah. single time. Like of oh I, I battled for third place. I got lost in the smoke. I got gapped. I didn't have enough power. I had enough power, kind of, but I I had to kind of hesitate in my run up, and then therefore mm. wasn't able to recover. Whatever. There's things to be learned there to you know to do that differently to make sure that I can you know I'm not going to go into all all the details again, I guess, but I I can learn from everything, and I do. Yeah, and that's that's just all there is to it. Yeah, me. I explained it in a very early episode. Uh, I have like a kind of a me- mechanical thinker is the mm-hmm. way I explain it. But if you can learn the basics of anything, you have the ability to learn the entirety of it is the way I explain it. Exactly. Okay, so since uh, you're kind of building a C6... Um, kind of. Not started at all. Well, <laughs> going I mean, yeah, to build yeah. a C6. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. uh, like, what What do you think about Taylor Ray's Corvette? And do you think you're going to take some stuff from that uh, and... Um, well, you know, I mean, I guess, I mean, in that it'll be kind of a, you know, a similar drivetrain, mm-hmm. but as far as like transmission diff combo or whatever, but engine wise, no, I mean, he's got turbo. Well, no, not engine wise, but the way like some things are route, cause he's very particular in like well, the way he mounts stuff. Yeah. And- so honestly, um, if, if we do this C6 project, how, you know, we're trying to plan it, 
I, I'm not going to be really involved. Like I'm not going to have. So you're basically just going to be the driver. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to have my hands on the car as much as I would maybe even like to, like uh, all of these cars that I've had before I've, I've, you know, I've either the engine work I've done myself. Put your into it. Right, right. I've I've put my own engines together. Even if I ask somebody for help or whatever, I've mm-hmm. done that. And I've, you know, done all of my stuff. Really, this drivetrain swap was the first time that I've had somebody else, like, really, really work. Like, Brennan really did a lot of work to make that transmission tunnel clearance, yeah. to make the shifter actually work you know mm-hmm. cut, cut that's one thing we had to like you know the shifter location is not the same as factory so you have to where cut does it the, end up it's just farther left basically it's oh, like wow. it's in the same hole but to the left so you have to cut it out and we put a race quip sfi shift boot on it so oh, it's okay. like fireproof and safe yeah. and everything and he welded in new plates and stuff it's pretty you know it, it looks it looks like it was there has he gotten a lot better at welding it looks good yeah. It looks good. It looks, Sick. I mean, it really does. I'm, I'm job, really Brennan. impressed with his work. Um, and that's, you know, but to be able to be in a position where I might really come hands off on the car is kind of nerve wracking, but really cool at the same time. But it's kind of surreal at the same yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, sure. it's a weird, it's, this is, this is all a weird time for me, truthfully, yeah. because this is all I've ever wanted. I've only ever wanted to drive a race car and now it's hard to kind of believe it's real. It's getting really close, you know? Yeah. It's like it's it's in reach where like I, I, I could it. actually kind of do this. Like it's it. possible. <laughs> and I'm not the greatest driver in the world or anything. I'm still not I'm never going to say that. I just I've I've taken the time to figure out what's needed to be done and mm. I'm doing it. And anybody can do it. I'm literally 100% confident that anybody could do it. And you know, you you do have different levels of um, financial ability all across the board, but you can get the help. It's there. Yeah, of course. You just have to do the work to deserve it. You know, yeah, like you can't just go. To put the you in. can't just go ask for money and parts and whatever. And hey, sponsor me. I'll put stickers on your car or whatever. Yeah. It's just not how it works. It's just not. And so, so if you, if someone was to put a ideal proposal together to send to some, or even just a generic template yeah. to kind of copy and paste, change some things, mm-hmm. what would you say is the most important things? to put inside yeah, of no. that. Um, you know, having a sponsored deck, having a media deck to actually send is, is vital. You, you can't just type up a, this is what I want. That may that, sound very foreign to some people. Right. So, a media deck. um, a media deck, you can look at it as almost like a PowerPoint presentation of yourself and your team. And it can be as short as five or six slides, so to speak, or it can be 10 or 15, depending on how mm-hmm. much you really want to pack in there. I, tend to be on the shorter side of that because I don't think that uh, your marketing manager that you're sending that to cares about all the modifications on the car. Put a little asterisk, maybe, you know, full modification list available upon request, things like that. Um, But the most important things to touch on are, you know, who are you as a driver? What's your, what's your resume in motorsport, so to speak? Um, What, what type of a person are you in general? You know, a little bit, not just um, about how you are, you know, in a driving capacity, but are you a trustworthy person to partner with? Mm-hmm. Because that's a big thing. Are you going to ruin this company's reputation somewhere down the line because you're going to say the wrong it's thing? Almost like wrong... a bank loan, dude. Almost. Yeah, I mean, almost. they got to be able to trust you with the money they're right. giving you. Right. And, and th- well, not just the money, but their, their reputation too matters. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, information about yourself, information about your, information about your car in that, um, you want to show that your car can be there every time. You know, you want to show that you've done the work to make it a competitive, reliable car. You mm-hmm. don't have to go and list out, I have this angle kit and I have this bushing and this, like, they don't yeah, want to see that, but course. they do want to know, you know, the, 
how much, you know, it's this uh, liter V8 engine. It's mm-hmm. uh, this transmission. It's this whatever, you know, ba- the basics like that. Kind of like, you know, if you were talking about your car to your, uh, your, aunt, your aunt or uncle that mm-hmm. doesn't know about the race car stuff, um, you want to talk about your team. You got, you want to, you know, show that you have a, an organization that will support you that will make sure that these funds are actually going somewhere that yeah. you know that means something <laughs> somebody's not just you know blowing up their organization a little bit bigger than it really mm-hmm. is that's that's something that I've seen where people will try to try to make themselves seem bigger than they are and um you know I'm I'm not anybody when it comes to you know, a, a fame or anything like that. And yeah. so it's important to but not that, try that and shows say that, that you don't have to be any big influencer or some shit to get right. sponsors. You just have to be in the public. They well, want to yeah. see that and, you're going to be showing off their brand a lot. And, and more than showing off their brand. Um, another thing that you, you should have in your deck is how are you, what return on that investment are they actually getting? It's not just showing off their brand. It shouldn't be anyway. Well, of course, um, yeah. it should be, you know, how how can you help increase their sales other than just a sticker and the eyes on the show mm-hmm. or whatever like that? You know, are you going to create them content for their social media maybe that uh, you could do as a collaborative post? Maybe it's a custom-made video just for that company, just with a little clip of your car, and but really focusing on informing about their company, about their products, instead of just marketing yourself on social yeah, media. I see a lot of people will, like, they'll make a post that's kind of more or less just generic and, I would say, selfish, uh, like selfish content, and they'll tag, like, tons of different companies. Yeah, just tag stuff, them all in the, like, in the caption. That's not what it is. I've, I <laughs> made that mistake a long <laughs> yeah, time ago yeah, whenever yeah. Um, I, on Instagram I would do that and it would just, it would get nothing. Mm-hmm. So, um, But, you know, and that's not, it shouldn't end at social media though and I think that's a lot of, a thing that a lot of people are missing right now because the world that we're in tells you that social media mm-hmm. is all that matters and whoever has the most followers and this and that. Um, but it, you know, it, you can, you can do things like appearances at trade shows for that company. If, you know, yeah. if that trade show has an opportunity to have a race car in their booth, they're going to get more, more traffic to their booth. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, it, there, there it does become, well, you do have the stickers on your car, but you have to take the car to the place that's not your event that may be a state out of the way that maybe, you know, yeah. you have to put these kind of things in your proposal that you're willing to do to earn that money. If you're asking for money, you should work for it. And so, Whatever you can come up with, it, it can be as creative as you can be. How are you going to earn that money? How are you going to return capital or, or not capital? How are you going to return uh, value to to that company for the yeah. value that they provided you? And when you when you look at all of the all of the things that you have to do in your season, you have to make sure that you're not over promising. You have to make sure that whatever you're you're obligating yourself to, you can actually perform and you can do your duties. Or you're going to lose your deal. Yeah. Um, and you know, things, things as far as putting, putting their, you know, putting their branding in your publications. We're on Circle of Drift podcast right now. I've talked about Vortex Security today. Yeah. I've given their, you know, vortexsecurityfl.com. We need, you need to go check out their and website. I, I think it's nice but, to point out that it was more or less conversation. Right. It wasn't you trying to sell something right, right. on camera like We don't camera, have to like be constantly selling drivers something. Doing yeah, shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't have to be selling all the time, but you know, just making sure that, that, all of these avenues are being used. You know, it's not just your social media. There's publications. There's team merch in the proposal. You're going to add their logos to all of your shirts. You know, mm-hmm. there's all kinds of things that you put in there. But um, 
other than you know your yourself, your team, your what you're providing for return on investment, your schedule is important. Definitely want to have your schedule in there. Show them you know here's here's where I'm going to be. There's mm-hmm. it, it shows you know how much how much skin in the game you have, so to speak. You know if you're only going to an event that year, one or two events that year, why would you why yeah, would you need course. even why would you even need money? Um, and and I some people say this is kind of the wrong thing to do. I mean. I've been told it's the wrong thing to do, but I disagree. I put a um, estimated expenses chart in my proposal of what I'm going to spend at each event, why I'm going to spend it, you know, line item by line item. Why would people say that's not smart? Well, I mean, you know, if you're ask, if you're show, if you're sort of giving up your cards and showing how much money you're going to spend and then asking for a certain amount, da da da, it, it can go either way. I believe it's better to be transparent. I think that businesses would more appreciate if you're transparent. Mm. Um, I think it just creates a more uh, higher level of accountability. Yeah, when, of when course, you when you of you know, here's what I'm going to spend. Here's what I'm asking for. We, you know, come come to some agreement. Yeah, there. yeah. Um, and then also it creates a good conversation with that company on you know. When they see, wait a minute, you're going to use how many tires per event? You're like, wait, what, what? What? Hold on, like, and you get to educate more, and you get yeah. to you get to further create value and show that you know your sport and you know your. And that helps them out in the future right, too right, when right. they're prospecting and stuff. Yeah, and so um, just being and that, but there again, it's it's important to be able to justify every one of your expenses. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just put together. It's yeah. all of this stuff takes time and, and effort to do it right. It, just to do it all right. Don't take the shortcuts. Don't take the easy ways. Spend weeks if you have to putting together yeah, this proposal because it's it's worth a lot of money if you do it right. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I mean, you know, you can find example proposals online. Um, I know I I certainly have glanced at a few to get some ideas. I mean, I've never, you know, plagiarized anything from them, but you can see like, okay, well, they organized it this way. I like how they've added their, you know, expense proposal at the top or maybe, oh, this one put it at the bottom after they've already talked about what all they're doing. So it makes more sense. And like, you can kind of figure out. Figure out the flow. Yeah, of figure it. out the flow, and then and then if you look at mine, it looks nothing like anyone else's, but it, I think it looks really good. <laughs> Which that's, that's the, a good thing because yeah. it'll stand out. Yeah, and yeah. it'll get um, you uh, remembered more. Yeah, and and you know, high quality media. Really, yeah. don't don't just use cell phone photos. Nowadays, it's kind of hard to get around. Uh, if you don't have high quality mm-hmm. media, it's it's you're not going to get too far. Yeah. Um, you'll finally, you'll pretty much cap out, I would say, unless you're like a fucking whistling diesel. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Dude, his, 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 uh, de- like deleted channel, like the deleted videos. Have you ever seen that? Honestly, man, I, I've only ever even seen probably two or three of his videos. And that was this past weekend. One of my crew guys, was oh, playing. Wow. he was driving a Ferrari. I think it was a 488 GTB or something like that. Or maybe it was a, I don't know. It was, I it was in the woods. All the time. Well, he was driving it in the woods and like yeah. in dirt and stuff. And I was like, mm, you know, I don't. I just don't really vibe with that kind of content. I don't. I don't really want to watch the destruction of a car no, like that. Like no, I don't no, care no, what no. it's for. I don't care. You know his just, his spare channel though, dude. He uploads in 720p. Oh, huh. that's interesting. Yeah. I I played I one one day because I was like, what the fuck? He has a second channel, and so I played one, and it was like complete shit quality. I was like, what the fuck? So I go over to the setting and try and bump it up. It's like, what the hell happened? Hmm. Uh, and it's literally the highest quality you can go to is 720. Wow. I was no, like, I, I damn, dog. I didn't know that was even a thing people did anymore. Because, um, <laughs> like, I mean, you don't even film in 720. You'd have to, like, downgrade it almost. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, I don't think that there's really anything else that you have to have in those kind of things. But yeah. just look, you know, look at some of those some of those advantage, uh, some of your advantages as, like, um, 
what can you do differently? You know, mm-hmm. what what can you what can you show this company that nobody else has before? And yeah. it's I promise you, it's not going to be where you're putting the sticker on your race car. Like it's that's not anything exciting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fantastic. Besides yeah. that, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, so I, I did want to. Do you watch any of Taylor Ray? I know we talked about him a little bit. I watch but. so little YouTube content during the season. I when it's when it's of off season, I, I watch like everybody. I watch, um, you know, I watch. You follow Taylor. him on Instagram? By yeah, chance? Definitely, okay. Yeah. Did you see any of the his tow rig breaking down? And oh yeah, like the, that? and oh he ended God. up using someone else's manual Cummins and this. Yeah, stuff, yeah. Which you had Nine in the first hours. Place. You know, I have a Cummins, and I'm just gonna say that's probably well, the that's truck what, to have. But. Did you hear any of his story on what yeah, happened? Yeah. Oh my God! Unreal. Fuck you, Ford. Unreal. I've never been a Ford fan, but God damn. So Ford recently kind of. Um, Nah, I'm not going to go into that. It, it, my dad had an issue with, with some Ford stuff, I think, and uh, it it got figured out. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've I've worked in a dealership. Like, obviously, I I can understand how they try and not cover the with the warranty mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's it's sketchy, all in yeah. my opinion. But, well, there's uh, warranty stuff with Dodges too. I mean, they, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's true. everything by the you book. Can't, you but can't like, get the right truck anymore i don't think i no, think you have impossible. to pick which problem you're willing to deal with i really that's do it. i think you have to figure out which of the truck's problems that you can stomach and just buy it yeah which one's easiest for you to work yeah. on yeah or i guess cheapest to pay someone to work on you can think of it that way but uh, yeah I don't, i'm just gonna work on my truck I <laughs> yeah I would diesel rather, trucks are way too much expensive to pay someone for Hell yeah. Well, uh, give us one piece of advice give to anyone just getting into drifting. Oh, man. Golly, I can go so many different ways with that because that's probably the most common question that I get. You mm-hmm. know, like, well, what, what do I need to do to get into drifting? Um, you know, I, th- I think I said, I said a few things on the last episode that I've gone back and read the comments on. And I noted that, uh, I noted that uh, people disagreed with me saying to drift, not drift your only car or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to double down on that, though. <laughs> 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 gotcha, bitch. <laughs> it's uh, if you're go gonna, ahead and roast me in the comments again, gonna, maybe. <laughs> if, but come on, guys, if you're gonna drift at a competitive level, not grassroots competitive, but like a a licensing series or above, dude, I would say even car. I uh, hurt my car. If you every have time. the, I understand. Like if if because shit is very expensive now, so I, I will advocate for someone drifting their only car. Yeah, for fun. Like, totally. It, yeah, go, keep go it grass the track, roots, whatever. Carry but, an extra set of tires in the trunk and then just switch them back to drive home. Yeah, you know, like totally. I will it. say it is ideal to have a separate car, right. and that's at least never what I meant truck. when I said that before. To be clear, I never meant to get into drifting. Period. Yeah, Don't go drift your only car. To get into competition drifting. Don't drift your only car. Yeah. Like, don't. Motherfucker. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> but, I mean, outside of that, just stick with it. It's a hard, it's a hard, long road. Don't, you know, it's, yeah. you can't just jump in and get your chassis put together and then go drive a competition. It's just, mm-hmm. takes time, takes Expect years. to takes... spend every waking moment trying to figure out how to afford the car. Jimmy Oaks said that in a video the other day when he That's was talking fair. about his, That's a good piece his of LSZ, uh, because he brought mm-hmm. that back out and did a video on it. Um, yeah, he's but I think also very smart. to to counter that point, a good piece of advice would be don't just spend the money mm-hmm. because it's easy it's easy to start building your car and think that you need the next part and the next thing. You really just need the next bit of driving skill yeah. most of the time. Most of the time, it's just yeah. because if I look back, even I mean, at learn the, to drive the car, stop throwing parts at it. If I look back easier. at how I drove my vet last season in pro am, and I look at the first lap I made this year, mm-hmm. it's 
it you would you could argue you if you if nobody knew who was driving that it was a different driver. I swear to you. <laughs> of course, yeah, that's how it should be. Right. And so remember that. I'm still learning how to drive. We're all still learning how to drive. Mm-hmm. So you probably don't have to spend as much money as you think. That's pretty that's that's, that's a great way it. to leave that. Yeah. I agree. Well, that's pretty much it for this one. I really appreciate you coming back on. It's been uh, fun. I'm sure it's we'll do fun. it again in the future. Let us know down in the comments if you guys want to see him on again in the future. Maybe next season, see how what he's doing different. But, yeah. And make it. sure you come check out my Instagram, at Cloud Motorsports. Check out my YouTube channel, also YouTube. Cloud Motorsports. going to be posting. Um, I kind of focus on informative teaching how, you know, how to get into drifting, how to what the expenses are. Um, so, you know, maybe, maybe you watch a couple of those videos that it, it backs up my opinions a little bit, yeah, yeah. maybe a little bit. Um, and, uh, but anyway, in the description, yeah, I'm just here to help guys. Um, if you ever have any questions about drifting, about how to get into it, how to build your car, what I've done, what I would do differently, hit my DMS. I'm always going to answer. I'm always going to be honest. He's fantastic with finances too. So. Well, yeah, if you want to know about real estate, <laughs> if you want to know how to like uh, make some extra money, maybe. Um, buy to buy a house. I'm a guy, um, but yeah, uh, or sell one, especially. Um, that's really that's really what I'd like to do more. But um, <laughs> I like the listing. I'm that's sure. Yeah, I'm uh, sure. it's like a, it's harder to it's like motorsports. It's harder to do, but if you do it really well, people are impressed, mm-hmm. and I like that. Yeah. I really do. Um, but yeah, he helped um, me. I did. I did. That's how this place is. (laughs) It's true. Here. It's true. Um, But yeah, no, I'm always happy to help. I really am. As a matter of fact, I want to help you. If you you are getting into drifting, I want you to message me and ask me anything that you have. And if I don't have an answer, I promise you I know somebody that does. Fucking right, son. Hell yeah. Well, thanks again, man. Absolutely. That's it for this one. See you guys next week. Peace. Hell fucking yeah.